Hey, Brazilian Dragon Squad. Have you ever wanted to start your own podcast, but you don't know where to look? Anchor is your solution. It's really easy to use, and it's also free, so it's the best of both worlds. You can record the podcast using Anchor's creation tools, or you can upload your audio when you have it all recorded elsewhere, and Anchor will do all the distribution for you. It's really easy, it's really simple, and best of all, it's free. Create your podcast today on anchor.fm. Hello everyone, it's Felipe here, the Brazilian Dragon. Before you get into this, Caitlin and I do swear a little bit, so if you're listening with children, you might want to listen with headphones. In, in the future, we will do better. We also have an additional point where we acknowledge that we will be talking about more adult content. So uh, skip ahead to like the last five minutes of the podcast for more updates afterwards, uh, once we get to that point. But we do advertise that. Anyways, enjoy the show here on The Brazilian Dragon. What's up, Wildcats? It's your boy, Felipe, here for another episode of The Brazilian Dragon and introducing you to our very special project. We are here talking about High School Musical, the musical, the series, and all things High School Musical, and I am not alone. I got my favorite Wildcat. She ain't no academic decathlon star, <gasps> but she's a basketball legend. With She got big ups. She's like 7'3 in height, <laughs> beats children up on the playground. It is Miss Caitlin Glacken. I actually was called Bulldog uh, when I played basketball in high school and middle school. Bulldog. So I'm like Troy Bolton. Yeah. Yes. A queen. I'm queen, Troy Bolton. Queen, queen. You should be honored. Yes. Does that make me your Gabriella? Mm-hmm. Yes. Or as uh, as we were seen in the episode, we're the Nene and Ricky of North <laughs> North High. Not Miss Jen being so dramatic. These these children are <laughs> kind of cringe at times. And Miss Jen. I know. Also. Um, so first tell us, A, who the fuck are you? Oh, <laughs> who are you? you mean, I don't know. I don't know. People Maybe should know me. Yes. Okay. I'm going to try to keep it classier. Because who knows my, who might show up? There might be children listening to this. Um, yeah, who are you, Caitlin? A, and what is your background with High School Musical? I mean, this is like a kid's show. So. Yeah. But uh, I watched High School Musical when I was in probably like the same age as you, like middle school time. Middle I school, did, ma'am. I was eight years old or nine years old when I first saw it. Weren't, isn't that middle school? No, the first movie was in 2006. Come on, Caitlin. Okay. Well, all I vividly remember is that High School Musical 2 was premiering and mm-hmm. I wanted to see it so freaking badly, but we were leaving at vacation at three in the morning and my dad yelling at me saying, you need to go to bed. And I was like, you don't understand this is like High the cinematic school. masterpiece. I have to see it. And so I watched it. Good. Good choice. I saw High School Musical 2 at a sleepover. Shout out to Pedro, Felipe, and Carol. Um, yeah. And then we watched HSM 2 there. But no. Uh, and then what is your familiarity with it? You can, if you, anyone cares about my High School Musical credentials, go listen to Robin Akiba Nita podcast. Yes. 132 High School Musical. You can hear all about my experience. Uh, the TLDR, I watched the first one in summer camp. I didn't watch it live and then the second one i was like all in we're all in this together and then what is your experience with hsm tmts um so i would say that um i was like what the hell is this like this sounds weird but also this is my childhood so i have to watch 
And then I watched the first episode and I was like, okay, this is it. This is for me. I literally got Disney Plus just to watch it. And I was just like, this is what's going to happen. Yeah. Um, so my experience was, I was very scared when I heard about this. I was like, oh my God, they're going to ruin it. And then I watched the first episode. I didn't watch the show live. Like I, I watched the first episode. I think I watched the first episode when it dropped, but then I like fell off. Um, I was like, oh my God, this is, this is kind of scary. I don't know. I, the first episode was really cringy. It was. With the, with the spotlight on the phone, like the yeah. Ricky and EJ, like, but then the second episode I was hooked. I was like, okay, I can binge the show. And this was when I was in LA. So then I think all the episodes were out. So I binged him. See, um, the thing is that as always, okay, these are my two major issues with the show is A, the name, like who, who, who approved that? Like, who was like, this is a good name. I mean, even the Disney uh, account on Twitter was like, this is the last time we'll say it all full out. Like, come on. And then the other thing is, and I think we've had this talk before, is that it's like kind of weird how they like almost try to like like make it like a documentary, but also not be a documentary. I don't think it needs to be a documentary. No, like I get that they want to have these like confessionals to like be so we could understand like what the person's thinking, but it's just like have better writing. Than, yeah, yeah, and it like takes you out of the scene. It's like yeah. what? Especially because like the whole first few episodes, I was like, wait, so what is this? This is a fiction. This is a real school and High School Musical exists. So this is a fake school and it's a fictional school. High School Musical exists in their reality, mm-hmm. um, but they go to the school where it was filmed at or they were going to the school or was it a fictional school and they're fictional characters but they know of high school like it was very confusing like yeah like because the actual school does make it a different school i know especially okay i was like if they're i get it because the first season they're like we're gonna make it about this school and we're gonna do the show that was about this school but now since like we're on the second season and they're like kind of going away from that where they're doing beauty and the beast i'm like then what was the point like now it just feels like glee with like an added like thing of being like oh but it was probably less problematic than glee yeah but less iconic at the same time like i know i i just feel like we're getting a if you guys have watched glee you know how rachel berry is kind of the star and very like she gets all the solos and everything so i'm just hoping we don't deal with that with yeah i do but even like ricky and ej are like i i don't like many of these men in this okay, show okay ej cannot sing for i thought you were gonna say he can't grow a beard and i was like oh well, yeah that too um i think so if the show was not high school musical related i don't know if i'd be watching it i'll be con honest i i agree i'm very um, much with you but we're here we're gonna talk about the mess um mm-hmm. and like this comes from a place of love for the original like the i think the original trilogy holds up still like i yes. i recently watched the first one again and i was like okay this but even like this kind of level of fandom is so cringy, especially when you like realize that like I think the guy who plays Carlos is like twenty seven, the guy who plays yeah. EJ is like twenty two. Like, well, like I can love it thing. this much, but I don't play board games of High School Musical. I don't like have these musical theater. Like, I I feel like it's a thing for like the musical theater. Like they sing songs yeah. on the piano, but it's not like we're gonna choreograph this High School Musical <laughs> number um, just because we're so excited about the. I'm like. Y'all get that out of your system for the spring production when also, it's time. My issue too, it's not as much of an issue anymore, but like, so the girl who plays Nini, Olivia Rodrigo, when this started filming, she and was- Also uh, the girl who plays Gina, Sophia. Um, yeah, so they were also. underage and then they had um, the guy who plays EJ and the guy who plays Ricky, they're like over, they're like 20, 20, 20, yeah. 23. And I'm like, that's a little weird. Like having this underage girl being like in relationships yeah. with like people older. So. At least with Glee, like Corey Monteith and Leah Michelle were like 
30 and 27 or whatever mm-hmm. like that like yeah the only I think the youngest one was Chris Colfer and he was like 19 so it was like I just feel like if you're gonna it should either be you cast completely everyone over 18 or you only cast under 18 you should be mixing like uh did you are you on twitter obviously uh Mm -hmm. the ben platt stuff and this is not the first podcast of the day where i trash ben platt but like (laughs) have high schoolers play high school like even the emotion feels realer like i feel like Olivia Rodrigo is obviously like a star and I think Sophia Wiley is also really great but like, yes I, I like her a lot it must be so demoralizing for these men to be like these like 16 17 year old girls are outclassing me in every sense every of- single way yeah which also so okay with the opening number uh Felipe and I we we watched this together and we both kind of agreed that the opening number was not it it was, it so was pretty- just I, I, the second time I watched the episode was better like it wasn't I watched as bad the second time as well this is what I will the say the worst part was seb in that onesie oh like yeah. he was like chilling in this onesie i am i'm like <laughs> can you not have like self-referential lyrics in this like so like some of the season one songs were bops yes. but this these like the perfect gift was fine mm-hmm. um i was watching and my friend literally said oh it sounds like a sean mendes song yeah there was lots of pop culture references this episode which i was we got we got to talk about the harry styles moment though oh yes off, especially as our tiktok expert okay well so Joshua Bassett, the one who plays Ricky, he had like this thing where he um, is doing an interview and he's like, oh yeah, like Harry Styles is so handsome, which like obviously any person who has eyes can see. And then he's like, oh, I guess this is my no. coming out video, which that started some stuff online. Yeah. Um, and then that was like this week. And then the episode dropped. Do you think it was a publicity son? To, like, oh no. I hope not because that would make me really not like Joshua Bassett. Yeah, who knows? Which I already have some hate for him because of the whole Olivia Sabrina triangle. Yeah. And so let's just peek behind the curtain. So this episode, we're trying to do these by Mondays, but your boy just got employed. So it's been a busy week. Um, and I don't I'm not gonna give any details on the thing that I got, but hopefully within due time I can announce more. Uh just because I haven't technically had my first day and I don't want to get fired before I start, but um it's been busy over here so that's why i haven't we haven't recorded yet but um just so what was i gonna say about that no i don't remember what my point was but but uh, all that matters is is that the episodes will get out that's what matters yes uh but caitlin and i we we were there was a point to the story i don't Mm. remember it well maybe it's that you start work tomorrow early or maybe yeah um oh yeah so we're gonna travel like do like a different we're going to talk about the sabrina carpenter uh olivia rodrigo stuff we're going to talk focus more on that on episode two when i like have we're trying to bang this episode out mm-hmm. um so we're not even going to go like full beat by beat we're just going to talk about like storylines from the episode yes and we'll talk about songs at the end and then also our wildcat news corner but mm-hmm. um yeah so let's get started um well okay so this is what i have to say about the opening number after the rewatch the the vocals were not it but the character who plays, who Sophia plays Gina, her yeah. dance montage, that was it. That, that was, girl that was iconic. Dance. Like, she okay. can. Not just with Joshua Bassett, but like with EJ in this episode, with like some of the characters, I was like, I didn't think they were this bad at singing last year. Oh, yes. I feel like they were not good this year. Yeah. Like, like Joshua was... Bassett, I thought he was a good singer in season one, like, especially yes. with uh, Breaking Free, but... Like, yeah like I was very like I 
like had season one the like the soundtrack I had that in my top 100 songs played throughout the year because I really enjoyed Joshua Bassett and everything but like this episode his vocals were just not it yeah I was very confused like I, I don't know I, I, I I'm not a singer I can't sing I'm either again I just swore on again but I can't <laughs> sing but I think this this man was not singing well in this yeah. episode and I don't know if it was something with his voice or maybe, maybe he went through puberty or something I don't know and also I was kind of surprised about Seb because his, I thought he was well, better in season one I thought like when he had his sharp hey moment I thought oh. it was really good and I was like wow they need to give this guy more more solos and then this episode today I was like what yeah. I don't know if maybe I don't know when this was filmed but maybe it was like the anxiety of the next season and coronavirus. I don't know if that played a part, but yeah, the vocals were much I think better. This, I, I have to imagine this episode was because I think they did a few like before things corona. before, yeah, and then they shut down at some point. Yeah, um, and that's why I think they had like my assumption is that this was probably going to air around December originally. Yes, because they were going to have that that Christmas special, and this almost felt like that should have been the episode for it. Yeah, that Christmas special was boring shout out to Olivia Rodrigo for singing River but I was asleep the rest of the episode well that was the other thing that episode was kind of weird because it was like not the characters it was just like we're gonna show you about the real actors capitalism (laughs) but yeah no so uh this we'll talk about them later but there were a few characters that I was like I don't care about you can you like go back to the background character (laughs) I I completely agree and I I say like to me put more spotlight on Gina and Courtney that that's my take literally like I can I like Ashlyn sometimes she's a little too cringy for me but I like Ashlyn as well um Mm -hmm. I like her relationship I usually don't mind Big Red but I think Mm -hmm. I wasn't a big Big Red guy this episode even though like Larry Saperstein is a king I know we're trying to get him on the podcast according to Caitlin yes we have to Larry if you're listening I'm a ginger you're a ginger we have to support each other yeah come on Lawrence but uh let's start let's start with the we'll go through priorities so Ricky obviously I think had the most screen time it was him yeah. or Nini but Ricky had the most things going on in this episode like I think Nini had a very one storyline in this episode yeah he um, seemed to be going through the most Ricky yeah so for like basically a lot of schmoopiness with Nini um mm-hmm. so we can we did the scene at the beginning they they hang out and then he goes home and he's like his dad is like yeah uh, this house has been good to us. And he's like, yeah, I didn't want to go to Chicago because his parents just got divorced. I didn't want to spend Christmas in Chicago. I like this house. It's good to be home. And then, yeah, his dad was like, yeah, this house has been good to us. And I like this actor here in One Day at a Time, but he's like, like, I don't know if it's directing of this episode, but something was off in yeah. general this episode. Like maybe it's just like season two jitters or whatever. Like I know, I like, have to hope because, okay, we talked about how season one started off rough. So I'm hoping yeah. season two starts off maybe the same way and then it picks up like it did in yeah. season one. But the conversation was just really awkward. Like even the two actors, like it didn't feel like a father-son talking. It just felt weird. Yeah. Hopefully it was either the directing or like the writing of this episode. But if they like did like some structural changes and was like, let's lean into these stuff. Did you watch any of the YouTube videos for the songs? Because even like, even the camera work was a little weird to me. Like yeah. in the perfect gift, they like cut immediately to the snow thing. But then in the YouTube video, there's like extra things happening. Like they hang ornaments on the tree. There's like on the childhood tree, photos. I did see that. But yeah. that wasn't in the episode. They like had weird cuts. And I was like, oh, that made much more sense. And they're on Disney Plus. Why do they need a time limit? I know. It's very odd. Like they shouldn't need a time limit. Also, like the other thing is with seeing um Ricky's dad, I'm wondering. Did we ever get like closure of like him and Mrs. Jen's like kind of weird relationship? Oh my god, thing? I forgot about that. They had they better get like Miss Jen and him. I, I I ship. 
I know yeah. it's kind of soon after the divorce, but actually, that's Caitlin's type of man. Uh, like, do you think he's 36? <laughs> I, I don't age discriminate, so I don't know. But yeah, like I, they didn't mention it at all this episode. So I don't know if we're just going to forget that plot because Miss Jen also kind of has the thing with Mr. Mazzara. I actually kind of ship them more than- I ship them more because I love like the enemies Honestly, the situation, I'm here for it. Yes, true. I love the enemies to lovers type like love. So I'm here for it. Okay, well- Yeah, basic. She actually drinks a White Claw. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, so that- It's an iced tea White Claw. So it's a different thing. They make iced tea now. Ooh, that's yes. exciting. Um, but yeah, so the other stuff that we get with Ricky, uh, he goes to Big Red's house later. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like, Big Red, watch me audition. And he's like <laughs> jumping around, making a mess in Big Red's room as Big Red eats a bag of Funyuns. Yeah. Like, this does not seem natural. Like, I see the thing is, okay, so the vocal, like that one really, I was like, what are the vocals me. on this one? Yeah. The vocal, but I will say I did love like, because if you've seen High School Musical 2, you know that Troy kind of goes crazy on the golf course, like hitting he and throwing. Emo, but he gets very emo. So I did like the bouncing around, but it did seem not realistic. It seemed chaotic and not controlled. Like, I feel like he was trying to be chaotic because the scene is chaotic, but like there was no acting involved. Like if he's going to yeah. like, he was like, oh, like he like. And jumping on the bed. Yeah, it was very like flat acting and maybe mm-hmm. some flat vocals as well. Maybe they were also, sharp. I don't know. Also, the thing I have to say is that I noticed. So obviously, um. Big Red is called Big Red by all his I friends. want to know what his real name is. Me too. But did you notice as well that his, his mom, is mom refers Red. to him as that? And she's Ms. Mrs. Red. So yeah. I'm just like, what are the real names here? Because that's yeah. very interesting. I want like some deep backstory. Like maybe they're like, they were this like sketchy family. And then they went on the run and they like had that better, better call Saul guy. Yeah. Be like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I want you to recreate our lives and Big Red doesn't know any better and his name is Big Red. That, I want that kind of backstory if they don't have his name. Like that's that's my headcanon unless they tell me otherwise. I, I would be here for it. It yeah. would definitely bring the drama. And they own this local pizza shop. Pizza place, which would make sense because like, I feel like all- Why, because his hair looks own... like tomato sauce? Oh, well, true. But I was going to say, I feel like all sketchy people own pizza shops. If it's like sketchy business, it's happening in a pizza shop. Yeah, some sort of franchise restaurant like mm-hmm. Los Pollos Hermanos. But um, like the only other things we get with Ricky is like his infatuation with Nini. Yeah. There were a few glimpses and shout out to Sophia. She did a great job with like those little long stares. Oh, I was obsessed. She she like, if everyone, like I think she was the star actress of this episode. Yes, like I everyone agree. else was like, B, I think she's the only one who gave me an A. Even like Olivia Rodrigo was kind of like not serving it this episode. She was a little episode. flat. Like I'm a big Olivia Rodrigo stan, but um. It just like her character felt weird this episode. It was like yeah, she was. Just, I will like, say the final moment she was like like her face contortions. It, it felt like kind of like a sixteen year old girl would like kind of. Yeah, I did feel like that was natural and like I mean she is the age. I think she's a really talented person. I think I just think this episode was it was weird. Just, it was just a weird episode. I do think Gina was the breakout star, and I was very much I love that she because I do think Ricky he kind of like it seems like he him played and with her. Yeah. He totally played with her heart, and it seems like EJ and Ricky are on good terms based on the fact that there wasn't any real fighting this yeah. episode. And I love that Gina's like, I'm still gonna hold you accountable. And to be yeah. honest, I think she is better than him, and she deserves a like good person. You don't say Joshua Bassett playing with girls' feelings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyways, uh, so yeah, that's kind of his whole thing. Uh, I, can we just talk about the fact that he like paused the medley and be like, Ashley and Gina, shut up. I'm gonna go hey. sing to uh, Nini. 
Needy, I had so many issues with that. First off, he's cutting off Gina after already playing with her heart. And then it's like, hey, everyone, you're all having fun and like doing good stuff. We're going to stop. The center needs to be on me and Nini when we've already had so much attention. And we're going to have this weird thing where like we pretend we're not part of it. And then like we go back to people singing again. Very, very odd. Yeah. The choices. The choices. Um, Also, can I just say, I found it very weird that like this was supposed to be New Year's Eve. Like, why are they not with their families? Yeah, and why is like the teacher showing up literally at midnight? Like, why? What? Like, it, like Jen? Where are Ashlyn's parents? Right. This is like, not realistic because you know if the parents aren't there, they're gonna be cracking open the bottles. Exactly. Like, also the game they played. Like Courtney, I love Courtney, but like that game was like they were kind of mean to people. They were what like, what the fuck up- is that? <laughs> <laughs> what is this game like oh put your resolutions in and we're gonna judge you like yeah like i'm like oh put your resolutions in like that sounds sweet but then it was like courtney you know, when she was re- you know reading I, and bet, judging. I bet seb knew exactly what the game was and that's why he yeah. came my house because he's like i probably he's like i want to make up with carlos or something that's his resolution Which, okay i love carlos but damn did that guy go for freaking when he thought said the ug comment i wish i could be that comfortable like have the confidence to be that comfortable with my outfits like okay literally so sassy yeah he we'll get into carlos later and like listen frankie rodriguez is a friend of a friend of a pod because jessica Frey, who is coming on the podcast at some point knows frankie mm-hmm. oh i love that she can get any tea like I, I have questions for jessica i'll be like Jessica, can you ask him about the drama on set? Oh, <laughs> that, that's my number question. There's so many, but... if anyone's on TikToks, you would know there's been so many TikToks posted about how behind the scenes is interesting to say the yeah. least. But anyways, should we move over to Nini? Yes. Do I have any final thoughts on Ricky before? Like, we'll talk about the songs and like the scenes later as a whole, but. I, I, I feel bad for him. He is going through a lot of life changes, but. He's just being kind of emo and I'm like kind of over it. I'm curious to see how he reacts to the news. I feel like he could like be toxic to Nini, be like, what the heck? Like we were supposed to be like Belle and the Beast or whatever. Um, I know. I don't know. Like weird that like people were assuming they already had that role. Like that's like the weirdest part. Like if they're going to do High School Musical 2, which I feel like at least diversify your portfolio, Miss Jen. Like if you get, if you ever have to find a job and be like, oh, she's the High School Musical lady. Like I feel like. You have to at least show range. And that's why I kind of like EJ being like, I'm growing out the beer. What if it's lame as I'm like, EJ is the only one who's like, we shouldn't be doing High School Musical 2. Yes. Okay. I just have to say this about EJ. I Season one, EJ, I hated. I was like, F this guy. He is a fuckboy. He is weird. He's controlling. But like, I almost feel like they're giving him a little bit of a character arc because it felt like he was almost comedic relief during this episode and yeah. he was cool. So I, I I was standing season two EJ. Let's just talk about EJ because he doesn't have a lot going on. But mm-hmm. so he shows up late to the party. He's like trying to grow the beard and Ashton's like, what? Um, <laughs> in the game, he's like, I hope I'm going to do. I don't think he's going to get into do. I know. That's what he, I think they're setting up. He didn't even say, I hope I go in. He basically was like, oh, I'll miss you guys when I'm at Duke. So it was and like, the air quote stuff that was so weird. Like, yeah, like that was very much like spoiled rich kid yeah, whose parents legacy. are pay. Yeah. yeah, but I don't like we've never seen EJ be someone like who's they smart. Didn't talk, like the fa- so honestly, I forgot that he was a senior. I feel like they should have set up like colleges. Like they even like yeah. put a few things in the first season because it feels like very like tacked on. Like oh, what are we gonna do with EJ? He's supposed also, to be also 
it almost feels like they're setting this actor up to leave because I can't imagine that after like this season, maybe he can stay for one more season. But after that, I would assume he'd be in college. So it kind of seems like they're almost setting him up to leave, you know? Yeah. Maybe they'll put him in like community college and he can be like the local like teacher. The, the local person. Like basically like... what Carlos is already. <laughs> like Yeah. Like that's the thing too. Besides EJ, do we know like what age, like what age the other uh, actors are supposed to be? I think they're junior. I, wait, no, I think Ricky's a junior and Nini's a sophomore, which is also okay. weird like that EJ and Nini were singing. Like also, yeah. this, the whole plot is a little convoluted, but we just like pretended that we don't. Yeah, understand. for sure. It, it almost yeah. feels like they started the show and then kind of were just like, oh shoot, we actually need them to have an age range. Yeah, um, I did. Like, I think this is kind of like an arc for EJ. Like, so in season one, he had like, a, he was toxic on social media. He cared about his yes. Instagram posts and like, he stole Nini's phone at one point. And he's like, no, I'm going to take a break from social media. And I actually like kind of appreciate that. Like, he's yes. like, like, is EJ going to be our, our king this season? Are we going to stand? I, I think we're getting set up for that. I, I think yeah. he's going to be a little bit pretentious, but. I think he's going to have I, a journey. I don't think he's going to get into Duke. I think he's going to have like. Yes a rough season and I, mm. I'm I'm excited for this character journey I think like he's gonna become our humble king I think yeah I think what we loved about Big Red I think is Big Red's gonna like I think who knows maybe they make Big Red like more annoying than EJ like somehow like yeah Big Red was our wholesome king in season one and maybe it's gonna be EJ well I also felt a bit bad for Big Red because Big Red was trying to you know say to Ricky like that he's he's nervous with Ashlyn and, and their relationship and like freaking Ricky was just like okay let me play bet on it yeah Ricky did not care and like Big Red was basically like yeah you're hot you can sing you can do whatever and like you got your girl yeah I'm like Big Red please I think I think Big Red is more attractive than Ricky is that fair to say I agree I think maybe it's just personality wise too but Ricky just gives off very full of himself vibes and he's also like emotionally unavailable so yeah um but yeah so basically that's all with EJ he doesn't know the musical and that was like kind of like the joke <laughs> that was it. funny yeah like I so they're going to be new characters do you think any of them are going to be seniors because I feel like that's like there's going to be three new characters I think I didn't yeah so um if we if you watch the um like preview for next week it seems like we're meeting the new characters next yeah. week and they're obviously um it, it seems like they're setting something up with because you know Nini she's not going to be here and yeah. then you have Ricky who's there and we have that girl that's blonde. blonde girl. Yeah. The blonde girl. And I so, swear if she gets Belle, I'm gonna yeah. be annoyed. Like give me Courtney as Belle. Yeah. Or Gina. Like it's so hard because I want either of them to be Belle, but like mm-hmm. I bet they're only gonna pick one. Or they're gonna do that thing that they did last season where like, oh, you're one of the years the understudy, and then in the second act they're gonna disappear and then I hope they don't do that because that was such a mess and they thought that nini gets into that program is kind of ridiculous with the way that was such a terrible show like yeah like i who would like what person would watch that and go you know what this girl would be perfect for our school where we take people who are extremely talented which she is extremely talented but yeah that was not her best showing it was very also she like applied and like within two weeks like heard back like that i feel like that's unheard of yeah also like she we'll get into it later but the way she tells bricky about go yeah okay so we can just do that right now because we're done with okay. ej um sorry ej not to be rude but <laughs> story you didn't have much story um so nini basically her whole episode was like i'm moving to denver i have to tell ricky mm-hmm. at some point um and only courtney knows and yes. there's like even a moment in the game where it's like chase my dreams no matter how far they go also this is in utah it's not like she's moving like to boston yeah. 
exactly it's not like she's going like all the way across like yeah. the country like yeah they can yeah i mean who knows what they're driving like I, they probably <laughs> she doesn't have her driver's license yet who knows <laughs> yeah but uh yeah so that's basically so basically like that's she tries to tell ricky in the car but ricky is only singing bet on it bet on it because he's a self-absorbed man yeah but uh, and then the she end, tries to tell him when yeah. they're doing the gift thing but then he's basically like you're the only reliable person in my life and she doesn't want to be like jk i'm moving yeah like i i will feel bad like if he handles it well like props to him because like yeah like just to be a little sympathetic to ricky like his mom and dad just got divorced he's moving to a new home home like his an mom, apartment like, him. yeah and like he finally has a stable relationship and then like if she's abandoning him too like i feel like if he reacts mm-hmm. well i'll be like pleasantly surprised but also like yes. it's okay for him to like react negatively like yeah, not not to be toxic that. but like mm-hmm. to like process it like a little. well it's like if he was given it in a like normal way to like be like hey like this is happening then it could be like i understand he would need to process it but the way he was told is definitely going to add more drama to it because it's like he has to yeah. process this in front of multiple people staring at him yeah well he's also the clown's like I'll, i'm in it if you're in it i'm like yeah of course you're all in it. Like you're at this like musical theater party. I know, but also I was like very like, why is it? He assumed... thinks he's gonna be the beast yeah. though, right? Why is it assumed that the two of them are gonna be the main like characters again? Like, no. Clownery. Um very but clownery. yeah, so Nini's like, Ricky, I'm moving to Denver, and that's the cliffhanger of the episode. Yes. Um, so yeah, honestly, I think this episode could have been cut down. Like, not things that they cut, but they like they didn't like there was some stuff like we didn't need to see everything we saw like, yeah especially like, the carlos and Seb stuff we can like we could have skipped the what caroling scene yeah what was that caroling scene like that caroling was scene was very stupid it didn't add anything to the plot um yeah was not for that but yeah that's nini's storyline in the episode anything else on nini it's kind of interesting because nini you know is kind of a main character in the focal point but her storyline with this was just about that and telling him and that was basically yeah. it which is interesting watch she's gonna go she's gonna be there for three episodes she's gonna hate it she's gonna come back home for yes. like something she'll go back for like two episodes and then she'll drop out by the end of the we're season. definitely getting set up for that because even yeah. in the preview for the next uh couple episodes we see her talking to the lady who accepted her saying that she doesn't feel like she fits in oh wait I there was a preview for multiple episodes or just the next one i don't know if it's just for the next one but it yeah. does show a scene of her talking to um the lady that accepted her so that could be in the next episode or it could be in a different one but i think the thing is she was a um big fish in a small pond and now she's going to be you know a small fish in a big so pond. the next episode is called typecasting and the one after is valentine's day so that's like nini's going to come back for valentine's day valentine's you already day, know that yeah. like they're going to be in the same or and then like a few episodes later she's going to drop out or something and then she's going to yeah. regret it or i don't know well it, we're definitely going to see her she's not going to stick for it it's going to be a couple episodes and then she's definitely coming back yeah and then she's going to be bell probably like because yeah that's, that's basic um anyways like if i was a theater teacher i feel like if there were multiple talented kids i would try to like rotate them in like not give the same person every yeah big part so, like it's, maybe like be them she's a sophomore she could like if they do three musicals a year, she could be like a lead every mm-hmm. every once a year. And then like her final show, maybe give her like a, a big role like there. And she can still have a big role, even if she's not the lead. That's the thing. I had um, my sister, she did theater. And the way they did it was like, there was obviously underclassmen that were not to be mean, but more talented than upperclassmen. But, you know, it's like, this isn't Broadway. So they would give the seniors, they would give them the biggest roles and then so on and so forth. So that way each like senior class would get the chance to have a big role. And yeah. I think that's fair. Yeah. 
Miss Jen don't care about fairness. She only cares about like the Alan Menken Awards. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But who do we want to go to next? Give me a character. Okay. Why don't we talk about Gina? We kind of talked about her before. She's like the fourth in the core four originally. Like that's how I feel. Like it was always those four in season one, like in this weird love square. So I think we're getting set up. Obviously, it showed that Gina and Ashlyn had this like, oh, we're so happy to be roomies. But I do think we're getting set up for them to to start fighting. Yeah. Like I said, three episodes for Nina to get sick of the school. Three episodes for Gina and Ashlyn to have a fight about living mm-hmm. together. Um, yeah. Yeah. So she's living with Ashlyn right now. And her yes. mom approved of it. Because um, if we remember last year, she had to leave mm-hmm. right before and the show. Kind- it's funny because if you remember from the original High School Musical, Gabriella, the character, she moves around a lot because her mom shops. So that's what we were kind of getting with Gina. But Ashlyn saves her and says, no, you can stay with, with me for the whole yeah. semester. Talk about, like, you know, Ashlyn comes for money. I am just going to say that because yes. that house was bougie. Like, mm-hmm. or like, uh, Ashlyn's one of the richest people in the, in the show. That's yeah, what her and EJ, because they're related and they clearly yes. just come for money. Yeah. And like, the fact that Ashlyn can host a party and her parents where are the parents that's my biggest right? thing also like it was so weird because she wasn't even the one to be like hey guys I'm throwing a party Carlos was like party at Ashlyn's Carlos is so needy not needy sorry nosy yes that's wrong words yeah he just like they're they're and I liked I like Carlos his... in season one but I did not like him this episode yes I like Carlos too but it is interesting where they're going with him in, in season yeah. two I'm very interested but um yeah, so Gina lives with Ashley. Also, also we, we find out that he comes from money as well since um, Seb says that he's Oh, rich. yeah, because Seb is like a farmer boy. He likes yeah. cars. And then Seb, Carlos gets him a cashmere sweater. And we'll and get into all like... that. Yeah, mm-hmm. poor Seb. Um, <laughs> yeah, but so Gina... Yeah, so she basically that's her storyline living with Ashlyn now and then a little yes. bit with Ricky. I, I hope that I don't want to see Gina get back together with Ricky because I kind of feel like she deserves better than Give him. Gina one of the new kids. Yeah, I also like, okay, if EJ is, becomes a good person, I almost feel like a chemistry between them. So I wouldn't be mad about like those yeah. two together. Or you know what Gina deserves? She deserves to be in a relationship with Courtney because oh, I would queens on queens with queens. We stand. Hell, heck yeah. Um, speaking of Courtney, let's move to her because mm-hmm. basically her storyline is that she knows Nini's going to Denver and she's maybe going to audition for the show. That's mm-hmm. like, that's what I think. And so I saw um, a Twitter follower or like a mutual Twitter friend of mine, Hannah mm-hmm. Rob was tweeting that like, I hope Courtney gets to be uh, Belle in the show. And I was like, yeah. same, big same. Courtney or Gina, uh, Courtney number one, because I feel like it's it's different and I'm here for it. Like yes. we needs this like C- all kinds of people play lead roles not just exactly white people. especially because the first season like gina we see is very confident in her skills she knows i want to go out for this but courtney is someone that you know she is just doing the styling she doesn't really realize like hey i do have a singing talent i could be in the show and mm-hmm. i think it's really cool to see her arc being like you know what i should go out for the show possibly and show what i have that said a hundred percent Courtney or Ashton is going to be Mrs. Potts and the other one's probably going to be Lumiere because they're like yeah going to like just typecast them or whatever and they're sure. maybe, yeah, well like you know that's what they're going to do even though you hope there's going to be better but you better I know but yeah. it's very yeah. like expected but yeah Courtney you need to plan better games like I'd rather watch them play the high school musical board game again from last yeah. year than, than the stupid resolutions game I was just like, girl, why are you being so sassy? Like, <laughs> she was like, let me read these these people. Let me read these and judge every single person's like deepest secrets. Yeah. Um, 
so yeah, they're at Ashlyn's house and Ashlyn is hosting the party. So mm-hmm. basically her storyline is this party that is more of a Carlos throne party. Yeah. Like, oh, Courtney also designed the outfits for the party because the theme was 2007. Yeah, which is like so weird to watch like young actors do that because I'm like, we lived through that and it's like yeah. weird that it's like now becoming like a style like thing, yeah, but I'm here for it. I love like the 2000s fashion. So I'm ready for it to come back. Honestly, besides Ashton, I feel like none of them were wearing 2000 styles. They were I know, like the yeah. Uggs, I was like, yes. But like everything else, I mean, maybe yeah. um, Gina's vest. What but... was with Ashlyn's hair? There was like a green streak. I feel like yeah. that, that was that a was choice. I Yeah, I like feel like they're trying to make her like seem like like pixie manic girl. And I'm just like, okay. Yeah. But yeah, so she's stressed about Big Red not being there. They they have some feelings. Um Yes, like, they had their their big kiss at the end, which also, so Felipe and I are, are huge Big Red stands. I felt kind of bad because season one, the Big Red and Ashlyn kiss was like kind of the ending credits, not yeah. really focused on. And I'm like, their love deserves like just as much spotlight as Ricky and Nini. I just think it's kind of disrespectful to make the people that look like each other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, they do kind of, it's kind of like the siblings are dating. Um, yeah, it's like, I, you would you would assume that Big Red and Ashlyn are related, not EJ and Ashlyn. But no, EJ and Ashlyn don't look alike at all. Whereas definitely. Big Red and Ashlyn do. Yeah, but um, yeah, Big Red. Uh, so Ashlyn is stressed that Big Red is there, um, and it's just wild that Big Red isn't there. And he's like texting. I thought he was texting Ashlyn to order a pizza. I, I, yeah, I was very confused by that because I was like, who is he texting? Who is he trying to get to order the pizza? Yeah. Also, can we talk about the fact that his phone was like an iphone 3 yeah like like come on no yeah and wasn't it going through as a green text so like yes he was, yeah i'm like no, well no. you know that the villains aren't allowed to have apple products like oh is that, so is maybe that ashlyn or whoever had that phone maybe Very that's villain. the bad guy yeah that that's the way we find out who the new yeah. villain is probably natalie the background character that is like <laughs> boom and that's what's happening yeah she deserves better right like I don't I feel like the show doesn't know what to do with her because it's just like she's there and they randomly will have her make comments but then that's the only plot I feel like she's the R2D2 where like the story is told from her perspective and she's like Mm -hmm. maybe she's the documentarian or something maybe like we'll get like a final season office thing yes I could see it because she's like very into the drama which I mean same hot glass queen Um, (laughs) but yeah so there's like basically Ashton and Big Red are just stressed about each other like but then they have their big kiss, so it's like... Yeah. Which I feel like you would think that they would, like, after they kiss, like, I feel like it's clear. Yeah. I and it wasn't, like, like, a drunken kiss. It was, like, they, they were feeling each other. I was very confused when Big Red was, like, talking to Ricky and being, like, well, I don't know, like, I want to have a big kiss with her. And Ricky was, And like, they were flirting, singing on the piano together. flowers, like... Yeah. it Like, to me, it was, like, very obvious, like, okay, this yeah. is going to be a relationship, so... I don't know why yeah. they're like trying to make that not a thing, but I'm hoping season like episode two, they're like, okay, we're officially dating. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Big Red's at the pizza shop and like all these people drop like flies mm-hmm. from working. And, like, which, come on, you got, you can't like flake on your work like that. Exactly. Come on, guys. Um, but yeah. So basically, Big Red and Ashton kissed at the end of the song. Um, mm-hmm. Wasn't yeah, Big but- Red like a background? Like he wanted to be a techie. Like now he's going to be in the show too. Yeah. So, like, no offense to him, um, maybe I need to listen to more of his singing, but maybe the 
songs they had for him weren't great for his vocals. I think he, he was better than Joshua Bassett. In this he was better than Joshua Bassett. I will give him that. Not a um, not a low bar though. Yeah, and he's better than EJ, who also. Mm, yeah. but, I hate um, a billion sorries. That song is not a billion. So it's funny. I don't know if you've ever listened, but Olivia Rodrigo she did a cover of it, and I was like, oh wow, this song's actually good when someone can actually sing it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, he like was very not into the theater thing, just like doing the, he had that relationship with Mr. Mazzara of like doing like the technical stuff. Yeah. So I don't know if they're going to try to give him a role this time. He, he literally, watch, it's going to be Courtney, Ashland, and Big Red. They're going to be Cogsworth, Mrs. Potts, and Lumiere. Yeah, I can Calling see him Lumiere. Yeah. Um, and then who's going to be Chip? Like, um, imagine if they give EJ a chip. No, he's just going to be Gaston of the Beast. It, like, it, oh, he's it's, definitely a Gaston, yeah. Make Ricky Gaston. I feel like it's I, I love it. it's what he deserves. Yeah, yeah, I just don't, like, I EJ at least seems, like, a little self-aware that he's, like, kind yeah. of a douche. You know what? Ricky thinks he's great. Yeah, you know what I actually would be here for? If they wanted to continue, like, they made Seb Sharpay. If Seb mm-hmm. was like, I want to be Mrs. Potts. And then, like, like then it wouldn't be Ashton or Courtney, which would be the basic choice that they would, yes. like, you expect them to do. Mm-hmm. We, we should favorite. do, at the end of this episode, we should cast. Like, because I feel like maybe yeah, we won't get the fun. full cast list by the end of the next episode, but by episode three, definitely will. Yes, definitely. So um, we can talk about Mr. Mazzaro, who was there for two seconds yeah, at the end of the I song. Was- I was surprised that he got very, very small part. Um, I like his character. I think he's fun. Yeah. Also, that actor, I like him a lot, too. Like, well, I think okay. he's, like, one of the f- better, like, teacher actors of recent youth media. So this is, like, I think pretty interesting. Maybe others won't. But the actor, um, I found a Reddit post that he made. He was really active on, like, the actor's Reddit post, where it's basically, like, a lot of actors, they post on it about, like, not being able to get parts and kind of, you know, they're amateur actors. And he posted on it and being like, I finally, after, you know, this many years of trying, got a role on High School Musical, the musical series. So I really like him because I'm like, he clearly really wants this. And I'm happy to see that he is making a, like a spot for himself. We stand. We love that yes. he, he's a go-getter. Um, but yeah, so hopefully he gets more to do. Um, yeah. I guess who we have left, we have Carlos and Seb. So Carlos is mm-hmm. obsessed with High School Musical 2. He, yes in my notes i have he's he, he was very annoying this episode I, sorry. the one thing though i did find very very funny was when him and miss jen were uh looking for costumes and she you know sees her ex-boyfriend and she wants to hide and he's like why are you hiding from an attractive man without a ring on his finger i yeah. did think that was very he funny. has some funny lines like i didn't yeah. like the delivery but i did like the line that he's like i'm mexican and gay how can i not be quiet yes. like i didn't like the way he delivered it but i liked um the line i also yeah. thought it was interesting at the very beginning he has a line where um they're like welcoming everyone and, and he's yeah. like like any way you identify which boys I like girls and people who identify in other ways or yes like, yeah. so i very much like that because i'm like yes like we need to yeah. accept everyone i just think, think the way they went about it was like a little bit weird like yeah well, like so I think this was like, there were a few things and it was like, oh, we won the GLAAD award for outstanding youth programming. So like, mm-hmm. let's just do it. And I like appreciate the fact that they're going into it. I feel like they're leaning a little too hard into like trying yes. to like make them more caricature-y than like, like I, characters. I love the representation. I think we need it and I love it. I just wish that they did it in a, like, it almost feels like when they're doing it, they're like purposely trying to be like, look at us, look at us. Like, yeah. I think it's like these things are normal and they should treat it as normal when they talk about it. Agreed. But that said, I did notice that they dropped the hard G word, gay, in the episode. Yeah. And I was like, is this the first for like Disney Channel 
media like right because this is like definitely a disney channel show if it was like yeah yeah. if it's on disney plus i'm considering it a disney show well it's a disney show in general but it's not like the mandalorian which like i feel like is a different story in itself but like yeah that's kind of marvel yeah Mm -hmm. that's not marvel that's star wars caitlin oh shit shoot (laughs) don't don't come for me marvel and and star wars everyone at her drag her drag her like courtney was dragging these people with their new year's resolutions i i would definitely be a courtney though in this situation i would definitely drag people but i would do it like behind people's backs yeah two face that way yeah um i did love when someone said something that the game was boring she's like watch yourself or something <laughs> yeah um but yeah so basically carlos and seb are a thing now they they went to carol and then they got in an argument because someone was supposed to be the tenor and i was like yeah this is stupid we did this scene could have been cut um, why you waste money on this scene even filming it like yeah it was just weird i don't know if they were trying to like show their relationship dynamic but i was just not for that i think they're gonna break up and honestly i I think seth deserves better than carlos i'm sorry yeah even though i think yeah i do agree i think they're gonna break up because we kind of see you know obviously they come from different um, controlling yeah they come from different economic backgrounds carlos can be a bit like aggressive with his comments and yeah. um yeah so i do i i think the, the show would go either two ways i think it's either that they're gonna have them break up or they're gonna be like oh this is our token like gay you know, couple and we i don't know i haven't looked into the new characters but if any of them are gay maybe like that could be like the right only one. new character i know is the one that is the blonde girl and i'm on uh like the there's two school. guys one's mm-hmm. white and one is non-white I, I just remember scrolling quickly um yeah i'm on the imdb the page woman. and the the one that's blonde is called lily and okay. her, the actor's olivia rose and i think they're setting her up to either um kind of be like uh like sharpay almost with like trying to fight people like to get the lead role and also maybe try to well, get that was what they did with gina and then you know in season three she's going to be buddy buddy with everyone or by the end of the season yeah i hope that gina does not like I hope she stays like mad at, at Ricky because yeah. I think he deserves it because he kind of like I don't know all the people in the show they kind of like idolize him and I yeah. like him not well, like in episode best. nine or ten Gina like blows everything up and be like Ricky you're toxic <laughs> and then they're like Joshua Bassett you're talking like the underlines I don't know but yeah, yeah. so yeah Seb basically got a cashmere sweater he's allergic to cashmere which is like you could at least ask like i didn't know you could be allergic to cashmere i didn't know you could be allergic to cashmere either whatever but yeah i I was like why wouldn't he just be like hey like i'm allergic and like i don't know i did like that we got more from seb instead of just like the stupid cow plot like it was still part of it but like season one that was like literally like he wanted to be Sharpay. he was gay yeah they were literally just like he lives on a a gay farmer like now they're at least giving him like actual like like story yeah i think he's the only one who like went from like supporting cast to main cast this season that's awesome i like that because i really liked him in season one yeah i just hope like that he's not as like i i don't know this like whole storyline was like boring to me like it just felt like they were trying to like do too much in this and like try to like it felt maybe a little like it felt like they were trying to get another glad award yeah i almost feel like like and i felt the same way in the beginning of season one I feel like the show has an issue of like not knowing what they want to be yeah and they kind of because of that their storylines are a little bit uh either not interesting or kind of all over the place for sure for sure yeah and then finally we've got to talk about Miss Jen so yeah uh, she plans to do High School Musical 2 she's shopping and she runs into Zachy, Zachy! Who, was, who was the Ricky to her Nini at North High when they were students and then that line was so cringe so cringe I was like at least say Troy and Gabriella. Yeah. Like, say something else. Like, please don't. But yeah. 
so they also, were like, like i'm just dying out like a middle-aged woman like referring to her like romantic status as two high schoolers like she needs she needs to find a hobby like she, sorry, like, she needs does. to she needs to she needs to get out of the high school bubble i mean this lady on new year's eve is driving to a high school party to tell them what yeah. they're, they're at least she wasn't there the whole party like at least she just showed I, up at the end like yeah. also wait until school starts to announce the musical also like i i don't know if obviously it's a tv show so they you know try to make rules different but like at my high school you could not outside of school hours unless it was for a school activity be hanging out with a teacher one-on-one so it's just like weird to like see that yeah um, like carlos carlos and miss jen need like some boundaries yeah there it, it was very funny when he said to her i didn't think i would learn much from you uh so i don't know they're they're interesting yeah, yeah but no, yeah zachy zachy so zach's story Derek huff Derek huff and, oh i didn't know you had a crush on Derek huff oh Derek huff i think it's beautiful yeah uh, uh dancing I with the stars do icon, you think Derek he's huff. a weird a weird pick for this role i mean he's like Disney adjacent with ABC like I, I understand like he was big into the Disney sing-along stuff that they did yeah. over the pandemic I think it makes sense he's probably mm-hmm. like also like someone they could get like that's kind of big profile enough like yeah big profile enough beautiful um, he can dance yeah. he can kind of sing yeah uh his singing voice is yeah best, singing but, isn't I, yeah. I I I I'm obviously you've seen like the um thing of like we're gonna get a dance number between him and um Ms. oh Jen, which I, for sure yeah which I'm very much looking forward to because he can dance oh yeah I mean he's trained but so his storyline he he was like a lacrosse player at North High mm-hmm. and Miss Jen dragged him into the musical to play to be in Guys and Dolls and then he got into NYU Tisch because according to Carlos straight white man <laughs> in musical theater and Miss Jen went to community college she got she got rejected from well she got waitlisted from utah state uh, or something from utah which is like that's yeah we know someone from utah yes um, we do yeah. he probably is listening to this i lands a lot um anyways uh yeah so he and then he came back because north high hired him they like solicited him and he's directing beauty and the beast because he was the understudy for prince eric on broadway and a starfish and then yes. carlos is like i would kill a starfish to be a starfish starfish and broadway. he's gonna be like they how have... dare you threaten patrick star like that <laughs> and he's like gonna have a huge like aquarium or whatever yeah like a, a, t- a thousand gallon tank in the stage. yeah and then miss jen is like i'll have a thousand gallon sta- uh, tank for beauty and the beast, beauty and the beast. yeah and, and then they're like that why and she's like i'll have to read up on the material and i'm like okay miss jen yeah um well she doesn't even say, oh, no, because they that, at that point, they're still doing High School Musical too. That's why Carlos says it. Oh, no, yeah. that's at the end. Never mind, it's at the end. It's at the end. She says, yeah. we're doing this. And then um, he says, we're going to compete against that school. And then she's like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so they're going for the Ellen Menke Awards, uh, Ellen yes. Menken Awards, which has a $500,000 scholarship to the department that wins, the theater department. And, and a college also scholarship. a college scholarship to one student of their choice. Do you which, think they're going to give it to EJ at the end? Because he didn't apply okay. there, so he shouldn't be able to get the scholarship. I hope not. I kind of see it setting up for Ricky or Ricky really wanting it because obviously, you know, his mom's kind of out of the picture at this point. The daddy's going to have to downsize. So money might be tight with them, especially he says, you know, money is tight when he gives uh, Nini his Christmas gift. So I, I think it's going to be really basic. Wanting. I think they're going to give it to Nini. I think if I was writing the show, I'd give it to Gina. Because yes, then maybe like, Gina. maybe like Gina can like have something like stable, like for once in her life. Yes. Life, because then she's like always moving around. So, I also, know. can we talk about the fact that High School Musical three like 
Chai had no business winning that scholarship at the end. It, the none Republic. whatsoever. Yeah. But Absolutely again, a straight did. white man in, in musical theater. <laughs> but also too, like, uh, so Zaki, he kind of goes after Miss Jen for like, oh, like, I, I like give credit to people who can teach, who are teaching. Yeah. But As a backup, else. right? As a backup. But I'm like, aren't you like teaching now at high school? Like, I know he says, oh, I have called my agent. But it's like, obviously your career is not doing that great if you are doing, directing a musical for a college, a high school. Spit facts. Yeah. Um, any final character stuff that we haven't hit on or like storylines before we get into everything. the songs? Yes. Yeah. So let's talk about the songs. The first one was Something in the Air. It was an original song. They showed this on the Christmas special. Didn't mm-hmm. like it then. I didn't like it on our first watch at 3 a.m. on Friday. Yes. I liked it on the third watch. Like it was, it was okay. not bad. I think Gina was a great dancer. Mm-hmm. The step lines really still bothered me with the onesie stuff. Like, why yeah. did they need to be in the cafeteria? Why were they filming this for the Instagram? Why were they there after school closed? Um, so and- I think I have actually a different, like, opinion. For me, it's weird. I So that song came out on Spotify, and I was like, oh, my God, I'm like, yay, another song to listen to. And I actually kind of liked it on Spotify. And then my 3 a.m. watch, and then when I rewatched it last night, both times I was like, I only like Gina's dancing number. Everything yeah. else I'm not a fan of. Yeah, even like Big Red and Ashton, I didn't like them. I also like, this was supposed to be like Christmas number, but then clearly like not yeah. everyone's Christian. Christian. So, yeah. I did like that they had a, I think it was Big Red. Big Red was, was wearing a menorah on. His was wearing a menorah jumper. So I did, I did enjoy that. Yeah. Also, why are they in pajamas? Like it's an yeah. ugly Christmas sweater thing, but it's not a pajama party. Like, and, it's, and it's for their Instagram page, which is like kind of yeah, weird. Also like, the principal, where is the principal? Have we actually even? Oh, we met. I the think it's the, the guy from time. George Lopez, right? The principal. Yeah, we met him the one time when, when they tried to fire Miss Jen. Fire Miss Jen, who like Miss Jen very much. If this was a real life situation, would not have that job because she has lied so much. She yeah, didn't she lie on resume? Yeah, she lied on her resume, and then she almost like burned down. Miss um, Jen is an icon. Like she's she's she a mess, is. but we 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 love a messy queen. Although I am hoping as well, we got, you know, some um, nice cameos from the high, original High School Musical cast in the season one. Just uh, one cameo. Or no, no the second, the pop lock, uh, the namesake of our podcast. Yes. Um, which hers was a weird cameo because they like didn't like, at least with Ryan, it was like, hey, that's like the character from the show. Whereas yeah. like for her, she was like on the board and they didn't mention yeah. that. It was more was, of like, like a, an acting cameo than like a character cameo. Yeah, so I'm hoping, like, I wonder if we won't get as many cameos because the first season, it did focus on, you know, High School Musical. Yeah. This one is focusing on Beauty and the Beast. Well, you so. don't think we're going to get a cartoon drawing of Cogsworth in the show? Like, <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get uh, Vanessa Hudgens talking about coronavirus in <laughs> the episode. That? It's a virus. It's going to kill people. Yeah, it's you know fine. who we're probably gonna get? Uh, probably the voice of Belle. I I want to say her name is Paige or something. But okay. like the voice of Belle. Maybe she'll show up at something. You know who I would like? I would like for um from High School Musical Kelsey. I would like her to get, get a. Get Miss two hundred fifty four Twitter followers. Is that how many she has? Yeah. No, see, she so has she more on Instagram. She yeah. needs it. She needs it. She needs this cameo. Yeah. Anyways, um. Yeah, so then we also got The Perfect Gift, which my friend said, the Shawn Mendes song. Um, yeah, I was... It was fine. It was fine. I, it mean, was, I think it was better than Something in the Air. If I had to rank them, I would go... Yes, skip I agree. Definitely better. Um, like, his vocals on this one were the best out of all the other songs. Yeah. Um, But I did feel like it was, like, a weird gift to give to Nini. Like, like, she gave him know. a freaking skateboard. Where did she get the money? Yeah, like, I totally get, like, how you don't have money, you can't give, like, a gift. Like, that's totally cool, but, like... I don't know, like, why not, like, write the song down so that she at least has something to, like, remember it by? Like, 
it was yeah. just or or record it like the way she did with the i think i kind of you know yeah. i don't know very 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 weird yeah if i if i had to rank them though it would be perfect gift over something in the air yes i am um, with you on that and i'm only ranking the originals because bet on it oh zach efron was rolling around somewhere upset. that like do you I think really... any of the originals watch the show or like know who these people are no i don't think so they I think, might I think know olivia they might know olivia by name but i think i think the only one who like i bet i bet uh lucas is a secret watcher like he, he maybe like, maybe he might act too cool for school but because yeah. he was in it and then i don't think zach Efron knows who any of these people are no and vanessa hudgens she's too focused on planning her next coachella coachella outfit yeah. ashley tisdale she has like a kid i don't think they... shout out to jupiter i think yeah. they know about that it. show exists yeah i don't think i think they could tell you olivia rodrigo maybe joshua bassett because of the drama and then they might yeah. think sabrina carpenter is also in it but like i think the thing is i think a lot of those actors from the original show um they very much for some reason like want to act like it didn't happen um, no i think they, like, they acknowledge it except for zach efron i think zach efron and, and vanessa hudgens i think they very much try to pretend vanessa hudgens thing. does things like she did the the she did the reunion on zoom mm-hmm. she did the 10-year reunion five years ago she did the the sing-along thing like she she I, talks about it i just never understand with like zach efron it's like why would you try to pretend that the thing that brought you into limelight like doesn't exist anymore i always find that very yeah. odd yeah no i think well he like zoomed in like he like did like a, he was like somewhere weird like his yeah. internet was awful in that sing-along thing but he popped in for like he literally probably sent it like five minutes before they went live <laughs> yeah um but yeah so bet on it was trash uh almost thought like i i thought he was I, joking that, that's what i was literally about to say I, when i first started listening i was like oh is this like a joke like is he joke singing like i didn't think it was like him legitimately trying to sing which i'm a terrible singer but like joshua bassett like he's not a bad singer but that was bad it was not good. yeah i thought it was a better singer like i, I enjoyed lie 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 it wasn't as good as trevor listens yeah but- like i listened to his ep um and like i i like olivia's music better yeah like he oh, we'll talk about singer. good for you in the in the news segment oh banger but banger yeah and then our last song of the night was High School Musical 2 Medley, including Medley. Fabulous, You Are the Music and Me, and All for One. And this is time where I drop a hot take. Mm-hmm. Fabulous, okay. I know so many people love it. And like, I think it's not that great of a song. Like if you listen to it by itself, maybe like it's more of like the scenery with the like the, mm-hmm. the music video of it all. But they picked I... two, I think of the HSM2 soundtrack, they picked my two least favorite songs in this medley all for one is one of my favorites from the soundtrack but i was like where is work this out where is i don't dance where is every day like where's mm-hmm. what time is it you can't have a hsm2 medley without some of these bangers yeah i i think fabulous is like i personally like it in the original but i think mm-hmm. it's like because of ashley tisdale i think she just plays sarpe really well and i, and I think hated what's the seb actor seb, like, yeah he's the only character that i don't know the actor's name of but like uh, he's like i have it Howard right here his, jo- hate- his name is joseph Serif serafino or something yes yeah um i think fabulous is like one of those songs that like you can't like cover it it's just yeah. like like ashley tisdale rocks it and no one else is gonna really be able to like, like you can't do it on a piano when ashley tisdale was like literally on a floaty in a bikini yeah or whatever but see okay you are the music in me that is my favorite like my all-time favorite high school musical yeah. song i didn't so like I what did... they did here I, even, I, even I, sophia i was like sophia sophia you usually go off but like yeah i think my favorite part of the song was probably ashley if i had to pick yeah i do agree um so i did like seeing it 
But yes. like the medley, like I will say the medley was my favorite out of all the songs they did. Um, but it was True. I, I think I think I had loved it the most because it like it's it nostalgia, yeah. yeah. Um, but I like I just felt like the songs they picked and the way they decided to play it was a little weird. Yeah. And I was not a fan of the Ricky and Nini show that went on for too long. Ricky tapping Ash and being like, Hold up, I'm gonna That felt so gonna... rude. Like, yeah, like also like do you think they had more like they they were trying to rush it before midnight like what the what why do something else like especially like oh and then uh big red and ashton kiss which you know Mm -hmm. like if miss jen didn't show up they would be in a closet somewhere (laughs) (laughs) that's true um but yeah the medley felt very rushed like i get that they were like counting that was their countdown way but yeah i was like i think i would have enjoyed it more if they like had more um actual like the song went on for longer and people were actually like harmonizing i think i would have enjoyed it more also like having done musical theater i feel like this isn't a thing like you like prepare like i feel like you sang maybe like one song like people did rent a lot whenever like Mm -hmm. we had musical theater things going on but i feel like that like uh one song you don't like have a whole like choreographed medley like you don't have time for that you're like busy like having fun with your friends because like it's yeah yeah and it's like because it was supposed to be like impromptu like they weren't planning it it's like you wouldn't actually know like which songs to do when to cut in like that isn't realistic yeah okay do we have any final thoughts on the episode before i throw a pitch at you i I think the only thing i have to say is uh not a great not a great premiere could have been better and i'm just hoping that it it picks up yeah i think i think episode two and three is like where we'll see if the show is if it's gonna hit a sophomore slumper yeah i i think they just we have to remember we're not the audience for it like yes even though like high school musical we were the audience for that we're Mm -hmm. not the audience for this show because they're like intending it for like the teenagers who are watching do you think the people who are watching the show do you think they even if they weren't like around when high school music came out, do you think they're going back and watching that or they are? Oh, just watching- I, I think they have to. Like, I think that, like, especially, like, I feel like every kid watches high school musical, maybe. Yeah. Um, and like, there just was like in season one, there was so many, um, you know, there was a good amount of like references. callbacks. Yeah. So, and like references. So. <laughs> like Troy and Gabriella got. <laughs> yeah. So I feel like if you don't watch that, you would be a little bit confused. Yeah. I think for like the 13 year olds out there, this is what Glee was to us like yes was, this yeah. feels very much like glee a glee um, knockoff like and glee probably let's be real i think they can't do what glee did because glee had much more of a catalog i feel like they're trying to stick really into the disney catalog disney, or original yeah. songs which glee never tapped into they did two disney songs which was that, uh let yeah. it go in season six no no let it yeah let it go in season six which rachel sang and then mm-hmm. uh bella note in season two uh which like some of the guys sang in New York. Yeah, but someone I, they probably never were able to get like the Disney rights. Someone said to me, um, like without with them not doing High School Musical two as their play, they felt like this is just Glee with like High School Musical like just added on. But what I will say that they have over Glee is the original songs. I really enjoy that because like while I love covers, it's very fun. Glee to, had like, have... I think Glee had better original songs when they did original songs though. Okay, see I don't really remember glee because yeah. it's like a fever dream for, for me um yeah. I, so i will say this i feel like they tried to make gina santana at times like, yes definitely. i think they, they like tried to make her like the the hard ass queen with like a softer side and i feel like mm-hmm. this season i don't think she's gonna have the same storyline but i feel yeah. like we're definitely gonna see like gina's gonna be the breakout star like it's gonna be gina and courtney i um, do think so for me personally and that's just I... like also like this is my hot take 
Olivia is doing so Olivia Rodrigo the one who plays Nini is doing so good in her music career you know she's yeah. making lots of that's that's the only way I could see them like being like oh, maybe Nini does stay in Denver like is like she wants yeah. off the show I think I could see her wanting off the show because I think that she might think this cheapens her brand. Like, I think she might be scared because I saw an interview where she said she's afraid to be pigeonholed into Disney. So I, I think I she's could... broken out though. I think with like... already because like her first, like her couple songs. First off, she her record da- and like she label drops swears in them. Like... Yeah, she has curse words in her her new songs. Her record label is not with Disney, so I think she's already like when people mention Olivia Rodrigo, they don't really think of High School Musical. They think of the Joshua Bassett Sabrina drama. Yeah. Like, so, uh, shout out Matt LaGuardia. I saw him, like, tweet, who was Olivia Rodrigo at one point? And I was like, because it was, like, around driver's license. Like, I think it's mm-hmm. that tweet signified that, like, she's bigger than the show at this point. Yes. Like, also, it's kind of funny. So, I never watched the show because I'm not, like, five. But she was in another Disney show called, I don't know how to pronounce it, Bizardark? I don't know how to pronounce it. Vark? Something like that. But one of the Paul brothers was actually in it. Um, I think. Bizardark. B-I-Z. This looks awful. I'm sorry. Yeah. And so one of the Paul brothers, I'm pretty sure it's Logan Paul. Jake. Oh, hey, it is Jake. Okay. So Jake Paul was in that show, um, which she then, you know, got canceled and was like an awful person. So Disney like stopped it. But he was like on social media trying to be like, oh, like I, I knew Olivia before this, like so proud of her. And like, everyone is like, stay away from this girl, please. Like you do not know her. Get away. Goodbye. I hate the Paul brothers. So they are, they're terrible. Yeah. Um, anyways, do you want to, do you want to, um, I'm going to pitch this, this segment to you. Okay. Uh, do you want to do mature discussions on HSM TMTS? Like if this was not on Disney, like what some of the storylines would be like, yeah. we already talked about like the drinking, like the drinking. this party would have drinking. Oh, big mm-hmm. red and Ashton. Okay. Children, if you are listening to this, skip forward to the new segment or tune in next week for another episode of pod, pod talk jam and break. Caitlin's at Caitlin Glacken on Twitter. The Brazilian Dragon is Brazil Dragon Pod on Twitter, and you can follow my main at with the fleet. What Bye, the children. <laughs> Anyways, Big Red and Ashton were definitely fucking in the closet if that's yeah, a real show. Like, or at, least, at least some handies. Yeah. I mean, honestly, like, it's that? wild. Like, I was going to be like, would Big Red be the first person to lose their virginity? <laughs> like, that sounds wild to me. I. EJ, 100%. Is, okay. This is my hot take on this. This is what I think. Okay. Olivia would be like wouldn't have slept with with uh ricky or ej or no i think she ricky and her break up and she's mad and then she starts dating ej and ej's really experienced and she loses her virginity to him and ricky's really mad over the summer yes that would be my hot take yeah but yeah i think big red and ashlyn like ashlyn seems very like like she knows what she's about and they definitely would have hooked up the way that someone I know one of my friends was like, when I was in LA, I matched with Big Red on Raya or Tinder oh or something. I was like, that's iconic. That, like, I was like, you need to hit him up and be like, yo, tell me the behind the scenes tea. Right. Like, like, I don't know if they ever talked, but I was like, I'll slide into the DMs, be like, we matched on Tinder or something. Yeah. Well, he, he went to Pace University, which is in New York. Yeah. And my sister almost went there. And I'm like, girl, you could have been with Larry. We could have been hitting him up. Yeah. Um, the other thing is he seems kind of short. We love a short king. He he very much reminds me of Wes or Wes Alexander. Yeah, I can like, see it. Maybe maybe not in personality, but at least like in like kind of like musical theater vibes. Like yes, 
I okay the my hot take though would be um so okay obviously I would date any of the members of this cast because uh your girl's thirsty but I would feel really weird hooking up with like a Disney like actor because I would just feel like like they're playing like like 16 17 year olds and then you're like yeah. oh you're sleeping with them like oof. yeah like but also I would definitely sleep with Larry so I need to get on Raya I'm not famous but literally literally Larry if you want let's hook up with a hot ginger girl <laughs> or if you just want to get hit on for like an hour come on I mean I can't attest Caitlin's great at flirting yeah whoever like if anyone wants to come on the show I will hit on you I don't care just kidding yeah. I don't want to be mean yeah is that mean yeah no. you don't want to be mean when Annie wants to come on the show and you're not gonna hit on her <laughs> I'm kidding are you kidding like I'm Jay Clark be prepared oh yes um anyways uh so do we want to talk about the news from the week yes. the wildcat <laughs> news corner it, um it so up. olivia dropped good for you was it just the music video or was it the song too so she dropped the song and the music video okay both. yeah did you watch the music video or only listen to I, the song? i did watch the music video it's What'd very good it's very good it's um very much like avril lavigne vibes oh the song yeah no uh it also so, seems like uh potential breakup song vibes yes but. definitely um the music video is really good like i really like her artistic vibes like she's kind of at one point in this like bedroom and it's like burning up behind her so she's she's very like artistic uh very well with like her artistic music videos yeah no we love her um and then and sour album, comes out her, this week her album co- drops on friday yes. my sister and i are big fans we actually drove to two different targets looking for her merch so oh Caitlin, Caitlin's on top of this. Uh, is this Carrie or Megan? Who's the big Carrie? Thing? Carrie, okay. Yeah. Does Carrie want to come on the podcast? <laughs> I don't think so. Carrie has social anxiety like me. But you say as you're a podcast host. That's why um, you gotta drink some white claws. Yes. Anyways, uh, we got one question this week from Ooh. the phenomenal Ari Ferrari. Who would Ari Ferrari be in this cast if he was Ari a character? Ari Ferrari. Ooh, okay. He's Courtney because he's iconic like Courtney. He is iconic like Courtney. I feel like he's like. The thing is, he would definitely, like, okay, he's a Courtney, and he's also Mr. Mazzaro. I was going to say, he gives me Mr. Mazzaro vibes. Because he would be totally judging, like, all these, like, kids. He would be like, yeah. like, he would be like, what the heck, what did these kids eat for breakfast? Why are they so full of energy? Like, that's the thing. No offense. I hated theater kids in high school because they were, like, at 7 a.m., they're making out, and you're just like, it's 7 in the morning. The theater kids at your school were, like, making out at 7 in the morning? I feel like that was, like, other people. Oh, I mean, it was other people as well. I used to have a locker where a couple would make out and I'd have to like try to get them to move. And I was a freshman and I was just like, why do you have to make out on my locker? Yeah, at least they're not doing other things in your locker. Anyways, who is Elton John related to? Sorry, this 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 thread is stressing me out. Is Elton John related to Lady Gaga? What? Is that the, is that the BuzzFeed article? Yes. Mm. Did you read it? Tell me this. No. Okay. No, I didn't read it. Anyways, Ari Ferrari, would hashtag HSMTMTS be better as a Bollywood production? Yes or no? Mm, no, because there'd be too much nepotism. I was going to say there's too much cultural appropriation for Bollywood production. That's true. Yeah. I could uh, do a whole I could do a whole podcast on the Hollywood nepotism. because No, it's, it's very- Bollywood, not Hollywood. No, I know. Hollywood and Bollywood, they both are oh. strong. Oh, did but, you okay. see my tweet about Ben Platt? i said i feel it in my bones that ben platt is problematic yeah well you know his like father is like a director or something yeah i mean he's a producer of the new movie producer um but like that's like uh if people watch euphoria which is a really good show 
uh, Maude Apatow, her father is, is like Judd Apatow. Is Judd Apatow, and then her mom is Leslie Mon, and so she was in um, the King of Staten Island, and yeah. his her father directed it, and she was like, "Well, I had to audition like everyone else. Like your dad's Probably. obviously gonna give you the role." Yeah. No. Also, like um, Ben Platt, like you know he's problematic because Ryan Murphy's obsessed with him, and he only yeah. stands the r- problematic people. You know, he went to the same school as Beanie Feldstein. Who, Ben Platt or Ryan? Ben Platt. Yeah, another person Ryan Murphy's obsessed with. I saw a tweet, or like last year, Ryan Murphy like posted on Instagram. He's like, if I could rewrite Glee, knowing what I know now, <laughs> Leah Michelle would be involved, obviously, but like Ben Platt would be Finn and Beanie Feldstein would be involved. I'm like, okay, so Ben Platt would like, be a terrible Finn. Ben Platt would be like the hot jock, basically, is what he said. It's like, no, he would. He like, would I'm like, sorry. Ben Platt would be your Darren Chris. Yeah, like, I'm sorry. I. Like Ben Platt in Pitch Perfect, like I think Ben Platt is a really good singer. I'll give him. He that. is, but in Pitch I think Perfect, he's an atrocious actor. In Pitch Perfect, like who believed he was actually straight? Like he, <laughs> like come on, you're not fooling anyone. <laughs> anyway, that was like George O'Malley in Grey's Anatomy. If anyone watches that, he also. No, was I like, don't have time to watch eighteen seasons for that show. I stopped watching, but they also try to pretend that he's straight. And it's like, no, you're not fooling anyone. Yeah. Anyway. But then they cast James Corden to play fucking gay people when he's straight. So. Yeah. But I heard Ryan Murphy, like someone was tweeting that, or someone said that he would purposely put in like jokes that like, like, so like he would purposely joke like about like someone's like insecurity, like that actor would be like actually insecure about something. And he would purposely put those jokes in the show. Clown. Full life clownery. Yeah. Anyways, Caitlin, do you have any final plugs? Um, no. What's your no. Twitter? Caitlin Glacken. And what are you? What else are you watching these days? Um, I'm rewatching Heart of Dixie because I'm obsessed with it. I just finished rewatching Gilmore Girls. I don't watch anything new. I just completely rewatch everything and then um, complain that I haven't watched anything new. Although I am watching The Handmaid's Tale, and that show is fucked up. Yeah um anyways in terms of me you can follow me at what the fleep on twitter uh also brazil dragon pod is our uh Insta- instagram and twitter and our all social media you can email questions about this show brazil at gmail.com we will be back weekly coverage on this season of hsmtmts for pod talk jam and break in addition, I am doing other stuff like Scooby Snacks and Chats. We are up to Scooby-Doo Pirates Ahoy, which will come out at some point. Me and Jacob at Touchdown Tommy is joining us, as well as other shenanigans happening on this network. We're also doing Pink Panther 2006. That's coming with Naomi Calhoun. On What You Doing, you can also listen to my Phineas and Ferb rewatch podcast with the great Navi and Will. Uh, we just did an episode today with the great Naomi Calhoun, aforementioned queen. It was a hot okay. mess. Will's internet struggled, but we'll get through it. Um, and yeah, that episode should come out after this one. So if you're hearing this one, expect that to drop afterwards. Um, and then otherwise, uh, yeah, uh, Renap. I was on Renap 132. Talk I, about High School Musical. Yes. If you like High School Musical, hopefully, because you listen to this, I highly, highly, highly recommend listening to Renap because Felipe was iconic on it. Yes. And then also- And the other, the other podcasters were fine. <laughs> stop stop and then community building also i was on talking about interpretive dance and i'm gonna make this joke one last time but if you like hearing me talk about troy's with a secret love of musical theater and dance that's the episode that troy barnes and britta do uh musical theater so with all that said what's your people hashtag 
um, this episode? Mm, I don't know. Do you have an idea? I'm trying to think. Uh, something, something. Uh, Gina is queen. Gina is queen. Hashtag Gina is queen. And yeah, share this with a friend. Hashtag High School Musical, the musical series. If you see this on social media, repost, retag. Um, and yeah, keep us and share it with a friend and like and subscribe. And five star reviews do help people find the podcast. Anyways, Caitlin, any final words? That's it. Got nothing else to say. Yes. And until next time, we're all in this together. Bye, everyone. <laughs>